0: This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Hayden and Joel T. Coleman Woo. here with you on a Friday morning. Glad that you have joined us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate everybody tuning in, especially our great servicemen and women out there taking care of us. Uh, glad you've made it with us through another week here of... we got to come up with a name at some point for everything we've gone through. Maybe, we have to, maybe that'll be something we can reflect back on at the end. But, you know, it's not just, you know, the summer of craziness or something. I don't know. I don't know. But we would thank you guys for tuning in. You guys have stayed with us throughout all this.
1: We appreciate that. You know, the Bible talks about, you know, tribulation and stuff like that. It talks a lot about it, actually. uh, (laughs) It's one of the the top three topics, probably. Uh, So, I don't know. Something biblical is what this needs to be named. I I don't know what we can brainstorm. We'll come up with something. Yeah.
0: It'll be a million dollar idea. Well, by the time we're done, we'll market t-shirts and everything. I survived the yep. whatever.
1: The remember, cr- everybody used to have a corona
0: apocalypse. <laughs> corona apocalypse. Something like that. Yeah, I survived or I remember I survived shirts and uh like I was there. No, I was thinking like somebody loves me in whatever city. Yeah. Or so and so went to so and so this place and all I got was this lousy t-shirt, t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I remember those, like, really, really, yeah. I used to have one, I think, where, like, the somebody loves me in, I don't know. I don't remember where they loved me. I don't know if they're still around, so hopefully they are.
1: Maybe I can get you a someone originally from Ackerman loves me shirt. You could wear it around. I would wear it. Yeah, I, I would wear would. that shirt. So, All
0: right, I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon ice cream. Uh, Churn and Spoon, like we said, <clears throat> Excuse me. It's going to have to, uh, you know, probably wait a few, wait it out a little bit f- longer. But you can always head to the drive through over at Strange Brew or at the walk up window at Strange Brew on uh, University Drive and get what you need there. As always, they have been open throughout all of this. They've been with you the whole way. So make sure you're supporting them. Support your local businesses, guys. You know, it's, these are really tough times. It looked like things were bouncing back. Now it looks like things are going head back down a little bit. Your local businesses need you. So, make sure you're doing everything you can to support them. And, you know, obviously, if you need support too, hey, we're all going to try to get through all this uh, together. But Strange Brew will help you with that. They you know you need a little extra shot every now and then, a little attention getter. They've got you taken care of. <laughs> uh, you all right over there? Yeah. I'm what just... are you looking at? You're doing the. He's car scatting it, folks. <laughs> just... He's really bobbing mean... it up. He's not even paying I attention. Said... I
1: could be saying anything. It's one of those deals. Presbyterians are all bad. I saw a meme, but it's not going to translate through radio. So continue on with your read. Is I uh, okay? Then I need a little caffeine, but strange word. I'll have you right now. So uh, there he's go. all
0: hyped up on Mountain Dew. Yeah. He's gonna come at me like a spider monkey. <laughs> all right, College Corner. They're still giving it away up there. You all right? You sure? I'm good. It's gonna be probably. one of those days, brother. I can already feel this show. This show is starting to take shape underneath us.
1: This feels like, for whatever reason, you ever been a, It's, it's seven forty p.m. as we record this on Thursday night. But yeah. this feels like to me one of those shows where we just rolled in at twelve thirty a.m. after a game and yeah. I'm just out of it.
0: Well, yeah, I'm just saying this feels sort of like we're in the boat, the little little rowboat, and there's a whale underneath us. Yeah, and we got we got to row fast or that whale's going to tump <laughs> us over. Uh, College Corner, they got a whale of a sale going on right now. Thirty <laughs> percent off any gift card purchase.
1: It is still. <laughs> happening there uh <laughs> it's been 30 percent off for so long now and just the standard price i mean like <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a point where they're gonna they run to take another 30 percent off this special, off they run this this special
0: for so long it's gonna be the point where somebody's gonna go buy a gift card it's not gonna be on there and be like well i thought that was just the price <laughs> we gotta, ch- gotta change it up something we gotta we gotta get them a new special we gotta think of, not that i you know don't want you guys to take advantage of this but by now, if you haven't taken advantage at this point, I mean, what what are you waiting on? What what more do you need to have happen, huh? Do you need the heavens to open up to say something to you? My God, we're in the end times here. No, I don't know if that's true or not. But, you know, if, you, if you're if you going to go, go on a nice new MSU polo. That's all I'm trying to tell you. And save some money on that. Why not? Collegecornerstore.com. Uh, our good friends over at Advantage Business Systems want you to know that If you're trying to upgrade the things around the office right now, they've got a great plan in place for you. All you've got to do is give them a call, and they'll share it with you. It's just that simple. 45 years of doing business in our state. Again, another great local business that we'd like for you to support. Whatever you're trying to do business-wise, whatever you need to upgrade technology-wise, Advantage Business Systems has the answer. So call them today, 844-833-6245, or visit them online at absms.com. Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. Joel Coleman.
1: <laughs> did you just say, kind of caught it late? Did you just say if you got to go, like, like if you die, yeah, you might as well be wearing maroon well, white? Might as well be wearing maroon white, yeah. <laughs> you ever thought about, like, how come when you die, mm-hmm. everybody dresses up? Like, you know, everybody oh, in the not. casket I, is like a suit and tie. I have a friend that did. Like,
0: he, he always wore, like, the Tony Soprano, like, Tommy Bahama, Tommy Bahama shirts. Yeah. yeah. That's what he was wearing. So he went yeah. in. Huh? Yeah. yeah. And, and it was. He never wore a suit. Like, I have seen him, I saw him in a suit maybe like three times. I don't want to be buried in a suit. Yeah, I mean, it's just not, I mean, for, for a lot of guys, yeah. it's just not natural. I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not going to go for that. Yeah, I'm going to you know, bury me in some regular clothes.
1: I mean, as far as that goes, if if you were taking a nap, and yeah. this is for all intents and purposes for your body, I guess, an eternal nap, uh, your soul... <laughs> you're taking a nap on the couch, <laughs> taking a nap, a dirt nap, whatever you're taking. I mean, uh. yeah. Why are we not going in like, Gym Shorts and a T. That's what I'm saying.
0: You know, what if what, what if what you wear in the casket is what you have to wear when you get there?
1: It's a good thought. You know, is there like the Tommy Bahama shirts a good call? That guy's walking
0: around looking cool. Tony's yeah. around looking. He's looking great. But you know, there's a bunch of people in suits. Like, why did I wear a suit? That's so uncomfortable. You know, and they got to go to whatever college corner there is on those golden streets and buy. Use some of their heavenly credits to get a new shirt a good point anyway it's a good point yeah i'm not i'm not going like that i'm not gonna go in the suit i don't own a suit i mean you know someone would have to buy me a suit to bury me in one <laughs>
1: yeah the rate this world's going we're gonna know the actual answers to all these questions before we ever see a football game played it's, again. it's
0: possible so i had a good one today on the show by the way we got we were talking about coronavirus and then somebody brought up the how joe diffie died and uh Somebody said that he died of coronavirus. Speaking of, you're
1: wearing John Deere I green. I am wearing right? a John
0: Deere green shirt. I'm also, I, I'm not a pickup man. You are. Yeah. But long story short, so we're talking about Joe Diffie, and then Borky breaks in and goes, oh, we got some breaking news from Greg Sankey, and I was like, he made a statement about Joe Diffie? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh, how great I how that have been? That oh, was fun. I, I, got, I had two good ones today. Uh, we were talking about switching some things around on the schedule. And uh, Richard says, "Okay, for Georgia, they already play Alabama and Auburn. Who should they play?" I was like, "LSU, just screw them. <laughs> like, you win a national championship on that schedule. <laughs> You're number one,
1: yeah." Now, what I what I started to tell you a while ago before the show started, though, and to get into what I'm sure we're about to talk about, maybe. Uh,
0: right, we're today
1: going. today on July the uh, the ninth, as we record, mm-hmm. as you know, the Big Ten's gonna. Just play a conference schedule, and it seems like other conferences are about to do the same. I don't know. Today, I had some PTSD. It was almost like I was back on March 12th or whatever that day was when everything started getting canceled. Uh kind of felt like with everything starting to flow, uh, starting to change a little bit, it's like I got put back in time four months. Did you kind of of get that feel? Did you kind of get a, a similar feel to how... Corona was just shaking the world under your feet there for a minute.
0: Yeah, it 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 definitely was one of those kind of days where there was a lot of it felt like a lot of dominoes were starting to fall. The big one fell today, and let's talk about that now. The Big Ten has announced that they are going to uh, play a conference-only schedule. They have not announced any of the details of that. That you know, normally the Big Ten plays nine conference games. You got to think they'll probably add one or two to that because you know, if anything else. They're going to be unbalanced on how many home and away games you're going to be playing. So you got to figure they'll add at least one and let everybody balance their home and away. That is the first domino. Now, the SEC has not made any announcement of the of that of that sort as of yet. Joel Coleman was able to determine the day through some sources at MSU that there is a call planned among the SEC athletic directors and, and administrators tomorrow. I, I
1: assume call. I don't assume they're all getting together anywhere.
0: Well, I mean, at, this, at, at this stage of our lives, That's a very it's a Zoom call that's happening. I,
1: I was told meeting, so there yeah, you go. Yeah, you
0: know it's a virtual meeting. Yeah. They're not getting together. So, the SEC, to my knowledge, has no games with the Big Ten.
1: To uh, clarify, too, by the way, that meeting may have been scheduled before all this.
0: Right, but so, they are having a meeting, yeah, they are. this will be on yeah, the agenda. I'm sure
1: they'll talk about this now. But So,
0: the SEC, there's no Big Ten games, SEC Big Ten, to my, to my knowledge, this year. But if the Pac-12 follows suit, well, Alabama's playing uh, USC. Yeah. If the ACC follows suit, you've got a ton of tie-ins, yeah. including one with Mississippi State. And there the be. Big 12s follow suit, you've got LSU-Texas, you've got Baylor-Ole Miss. One domino is going to lead to everybody. I think it is safe to assume, Joel, and it's not done, but it's very safe to assume that in the next week or so we will find out the SEC will make the similar move and will only, com- we'll only play conference games. I got some some thoughts on that as far as you know. Maybe they could make a fuller schedule, but just your your thoughts. Do you agree with that?
1: Do I agree that that's going to happen? Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. I, I don't know at this point how after this domino falls. And I mean, look, the Big Ten thing was definitive. That's going to happen, but there was other reporting today that the ACC was going to do it, yeah, and then there was Pac-12. there was kind of some backing backing away from that a little bit. Um. But Pac-12, I mean, it, it definitely sounds like all the other conferences are going to do it. I mean, the SEC, I don't think, is going to have a choice much other than to do it. So, yeah, I, I, I'm going to be, at this point, floored if the SEC doesn't follow suit and, and do their own thing, because if if you don't, who you're, who, <laughs> you're losing games off your schedule. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to do something. But, yeah, I, I feel like that.
0: Do you feel that it will be a – 10-game schedule, a 12-game schedule? Will they do a 13-game round robin somehow?
1: I can't imagine that they're going to play a 13-game round robin. Because they then play you tw- play-
0: well, then you play everybody in the conference.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm for that. But well, I, but I then don't
0: you also have, you know, the issue of somebody's, people are going to have, on stat- schedule. somebody's going to have six and somebody's going to have seven home games. Yeah. You know? Um, Would you think, do you think it'll be 12? You
1: know, have the same number of games and just fill it out? I mean... Tell me when they're going to start this thing. If they're going to start it question, on yeah. September fifth, then yeah, sure. Play, shoot. You're going to start on September fifth. Do the thirteen team round robin. Yeah. And, you know, have at it. Uh, but I'm not confident at all. They're starting this thing September the fifth. So not. I, yeah. if they're going to push it back, I can't imagine they're playing twelve. I mean, I, so ten I, seems right. I guess. I think. I think but, it has to be an even number for sure. But then, I mean, you're. But it can't be eight. They're not going to just play eight games. I wouldn't think so. But at this point, man, nobody. There's been so much to happen in the last four months that I wouldn't have thought was going to happen. I have no. I don't even know where to begin to guess. Uh, I mean, maybe you just play uh, home and home with everybody in your division of the conference. I mean, that'd be 12 games. You play. Arkansas at home and on the road. You play Ole Miss at home and on the road. You, play, <laughs> I mean, that's sounds silly, but that gives you the exact number you need to have a regular number of game season twelve. Uh, whoever's left standing at the end of that's dang sure the West champion. Let the East do the same, and then you can still have your little championship game in Atlanta and make all that TV money. So I, I don't know. There's a thought.
0: I have a couple of thoughts. Because one of the the main concerns about this is going to be your group of five schools. A lot of them potentially could, for lack of a better term, go out of business. Mm-hmm. You know, you're talking about schools that depend on money from the bigger schools. Could the there, there was a talk about the SEC possibly working a deal with the ACC because you've got four huge rivalry games every year at the end of the year that are those cross conference games. You've got Clemson. South Carolina, Clemson, Georgia, Georgia Tech.
1: Florida, Florida State. Florida
0: State, Louisville, Kentucky. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> could deals be brokered with school with local conferences like the Sun Belt or Conference USA to get a couple more home games and get some of those smaller schools some some checks, if if possible? Is that something that you could
1: possibly see happening? I mean, if it works out for both schools, I mean, it, it depends. I mean, it all depends on what the SEC or whatever is wanting to do. You know, because I mean. If they are wanting to play 10 games, well, then maybe you have a couple of free weekends there and you could do something like that. If it fits the other you know, team's schedule. I, I don't know, man. It's so tough to even sit here and talk about this because anything that we... Even if we knew exactly what they were thinking and we laid it out there, tomorrow the virus numbers or whatever comes in and everybody you know, feels good about it or freaks out about it or whatever, and then it may all change again. So it's just so tough to put your finger on what anybody is thinking or what anybody is going to do because the minute that you decide what you're going to do, tomorrow, you know, not to pull Rowdy Roddy Piper here, but just when you think you got all the answers, they change the questions. And, And then you just, from one day to the next, everything's changing. It is so difficult to try and lay out what what people are going to do. The only thing I feel confident, 100% confident in, is they're going to find a way at some point in the next calendar year to play a football season of some kind because a lot of athletic departments would, would go under, basically, without it. Right. So the only thing I feel comfortable with at all is they're going to play football, whether it's in the spring I think that's a worst-case scenario kind of thing. But right. they're going to do it. I that's think today's thing I feel move was saying. the
0: first move towards telling you for sure it's going to happen in the fall. It's going to happen in the fall. I think that they can make some – again, if you want to keep it at eight games too, especially could you get two games per team that with – with maybe, if you have to, maybe you have to look at like you have to keep it in-state, in which case maybe State and Ole Miss could pick up USM. Right, and maybe pick up an FCS game with, with Jackson State or something.
1: But then it depends on what they're doing, too.
0: That's true. I mean, yeah. And, and their conference. That's, that's the main, that's, you know, the consolidation is what this is about. The, you know, the, the SEC is saying, look, we are going to, if we, if, I guess the Big Ten is saying it now, like, we can control our teams. We can control what they do to keep safe. We don't want to have to deal with other schools. But at the same time, I don't know. It, it's just, you know, this whole year has been uncharted territory. I'm telling you, ever since Kobe Bryant passed away, he was keeping us safe from all this. He
1: was holding the world intact. That seems like two years ago.
0: It, yeah, It really does. It was
1: February. Yeah. or Was it February or January? Anyway, whatever. It I seems think it was, like, think it was February. What, whenever it was, it seems like two years ago.
0: A, yeah. yeah. That I,
1: Texas Tech-Mississippi State two-game series in Biloxi feels like last season, like 2019.
0: Tell me if you feel like this. The College World Series we were at feels closer than that texas Tech game was. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I was in Omaha more recently than I was at Duty <laughs> Noble. <laughs> it really does. I mean, it's just, you know, the world is just messed up. What would an MSU 10-game conference schedule look like? The, 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 one of the, uh, the first things I saw, and I'm forget. I, I I'm sorry that I don't remember who Richard brought up. I don't know the guy's name. But he's, he had the idea of just take the 21 and 22 opponents you're going to have to play from the East – for the you know, for the West teams and obviously back you know, vice versa. And add them to the schedule. And that way to sort of it'll all balance out within two years. And for state, that would be a road game against Vanderbilt, which is you know, thumbs up. By the way, if this happens, Vanderbilt's going go win ten.
1: Uh, and then the other Arkansas one, too. Well, unless they play each other.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, if Arkansas I would play them to get to see who goes one and nine. The other one would be Georgia at home. And so it's at home. But it's Georgia. But that's an interesting and I think an effective way to fix this. If you want to go ten games, it's just to do that. Otherwise, you know, it feels like you're like almost like a lottery system. Yeah. You know, and somebody's gonna get screwed. Somebody's gonna end up getting Alabama and LSU or something like that.
1: Yeah. Thing is though, somebody kind of gets hosed every year anyway. That's true. With the it's way true. the rotating opponent works. I mean the way to really if you wanted to have a season to really crown a champion, yeah, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but to go back a minute to what I said a minute ago, if you, <laughs> I don't think this is going to happen at all. But if you play the home-and-home home against everybody in your division, that's two games against everybody in your division, mm-hmm. against all the West opponents. Right. And then everybody in the East plays two games against all the East opponents. Yeah. And then whoever comes out of that is absolutely the West champion. Whoever comes out of the other side is absolutely the East Imagine champion. two and, Egg Bowls. Yeah, one here, one there.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If my, I don't know. If I mean, I don't can think. It. It, I
1: don't think it would happen. Yeah, but that's twelve games, mm-hmm. and at that point, everybody's playing the same schedule. Everybody in your division is playing the exact same schedule. You don't have to worry about none of this. I got hosed. I got Georgia. I got hosed. I got Florida because everybody in the West playing the West. Everybody in the East playing the East. Is this? I, I like that idea, but
0: we talked about not this on Sports table. Talk. Is this, you know, if you want to try to keep travel down and try to, you know, keep people from having to travel as much as they possibly can, is this maybe the spark that finally puts Missouri in the west? Well, who are you throwing in the east? I have a great solution. Auburn? Well, here's the thing. Because, you know, at that point, Auburn and Alabama, they want to keep that as the east permanent game, right? Mm -hmm. But Alabama always whines and complains about keeping Tennessee. Move Alabama to the east. Alabama and Auburn to the east. Vanderbilt and Missouri to the west. Great for Mississippi State. Great for LSU. Just, let's be honest; who it's really great for. It's great for LSU. They're going to win the West for like ten straight years. But I mean, that's that's geographically that makes the most sense. <laughs>
1: Look at that East, then, man. You know, oh, the East is Georgia, Georgia Florida, Florida, Auburn, Auburn and west. Alabama, which I like, guess and, it's ten, kinda and like, Tennessee Kind of like the West now. But. Yeah, I mean, how's it
0: different? You know, Auburn, Alabama doesn't change anything. It they just will go to the other side where Georgia and Florida are instead of LSU, and you know, in all honesty. Georgia, Florida, and Tennessee it, historically is not that different than Auburn, Alabama, and LSU. You know, you got basically the same amount of, of talent there. Yeah. So we, the other thing we talked about is from another conference perspective, this has got to be where the ACC just sort of grabs Notre Dame's by, by, the, uh, by the cojones and says, <laughs> You're coming with us. You're either joining the conference now or you cannot play football this year because we won't schedule you. But don't you have to do that if you're the ACC now? Don't I mean, you have to push
1: Notre Dame and be like, this is it? Well, the heck with that. If you're Notre Dame, don't you have to hitch your wagon to something? Might make, make sense, too, yeah. Because, I mean, if all the conferences play all the conferences, what happens to Notre Dame if they're not in a conference? Right I mean, now. Is their schedule going to be Liberty?
0: and? Right now, the, the ACC said that BYU? If, they, if they went to conference only, they would they would be willing to help out Notre Dame. So, basically, Notre Dame's already playing at six ACC teams this year. Could they get three more, four more? Yeah. They can make that happen. So, something, something to think about. Uh, a lot of questions that we don't have answers to, but I would imagine this weekend on social media will be an interesting one. So, stay tuned. We'll see what happens there. Uh, I got one last thing before we get out of here, so let's move on into that topic brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. I was there today. They had the uh, mom and pop food truck out in front there, so that's always, uh, th- 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 that's a good food truck. You definitely go check out. a lot of good stuff, but the real good stuff is inside at Welcome Home Beef. Uh, they have still got a lot of those great specials you saw today. They tweeted out they've got pork belly back in, so if you want to make some of those burn ins for yourself, they're dirt simple. Even Joel Coleman could do it.
1: You think I could, really?
0: Yeah. You could. Okay. If I can do it, you can do it. Oh, that's not true. Well, I'm all. just saying. When it comes to cooking, but. Well, I'm just saying. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to build you up. I'm trying to give you a little boost there. So, welcome home beef can boost any cook. They turn a, a, a bad cook good, a good cook great, and a great cook into emerald legacy. You got it all going on there. So, why don't you give them a call today? If you come by in Starkville, if you live in the Golden Triangle, They're willing to come out to the car for you so you don't have to get out. Keep that social distance that seems to be coming back into vogue. Whatever you want to do, they can take care of you. And, of course, they ship just about anywhere in the whole wide world. So 662-418-2021 or visit them online at facebook.com slash beef. They've got it all, and they're willing to give it to you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Welcome Home Beef's probably got it, and we'll make you one promise about that. It just tastes good. Speaking of uh, Joel Coleman and his website, cowbellcorner.com, .com. I saw that it's going to be Kylan Hill Day in, in Columbus. Is July that correct? July 21st, yeah. Uh, talk to Now, the... how's that going to work? Normally, when it's somebody's day, there's a parade. Obviously, that's not going to happen.
1: Yeah, I don't know. And I don't know if they're going to proclaim it like Kylan Hill Day or not. I asked the mayor that. They're giving him a key to the city or whatever. And I was like, is there going to be some kind of proclamation? He's like, you know, we don't really know yet. <laughs> he said, we're just going to do something. So. Uh, he, he's supposed to kind of give me some details on that as it gets closer, but uh, it, he, he you got to remember too that Kylan Hill was beloved in Columbus long before oh, yeah, any of this recent stuff. I mean, the, the recent stuff played into it for sure, but uh, you know, he's a legend in Columbus already, and then he comes to state and has a good career, and then uh you know, what do we say? He was like that last degree kind of deal, of that yeah. flag change. He he didn't cause it to get done, it was gonna get done anyway, but he kinda of helped the pot to sizzle a little bit there yeah. to get it done. So all things combined, uh, Columbus is proud of him. They're gonna they're gonna honor him and give him a good day on July the
0: July the twenty first. It's, it's so interesting with that too, with with because you know that they had that uh, county supervisor or Alderman, whatever made those I'll just come out and tell you this awful comments uh recently. So I you know that's an interesting dichotomy there uh, of of two different people from Columbus. Yeah. So,
1: anyway, I, good for Kylan. You know, I, yeah, I, I, <laughs> Kylan's another one of those dudes that he's always been good to me. So I'll, I'll always kind of be a, a supporter of Kylan wh- whatever he does. I, there's there's some that that aren't <laughs> nowadays, yeah. but to each their own. But he's going to have a good day, and I don't know. He, that's he, good stuff though, and that's something. I mean, think about that. Think about turning
0: we talked about Kylan Hill and his legacy a few weeks back when all this was really going on. I mean, this is just another thing, you know. Kylan Hill has sort of he's reached a stature in this state beyond just MSU football player. Beyond, he's right now in terms of stature, in terms of what he means to not only the Mississippi State but the state of Mississippi. I mean, other than Dak, who are we
1: talking about? I don't know. I, I don't want to turn this down a controversial road in, at all, but he's he's going to be a polarizing figure in this state, and I, I don't I don't agree with that because I mean you I think we, you and I made well known uh, what we thought should happen with the flag uh, back as we were doing our shows when all that was going on. Not I don't want to take it down that that road again, but I don't know, man. Just judging by you can't judge by Facebook comments, but judging by Facebook comments on some of the just posting about that, him having a good day, a lot of people's upset about that. Really? Yeah, yeah, and so it just... That's rough. Anyway, That's... I, so I just... You mentioned Dak. I mean, if Dak comes in there, 60,000 people are going to stand up and Yeah, but plout. at the same
0: time, if Dak Prescott had been the one to push for the state flag, would, would, I wonder if it would have been the same thing. I don't know. I don't know. So. But
1: anyway, I'm happy for Kyle. I'm happy he's going to have, have him a good day. and uh, He's beloved over there, was beloved long before he came to Mississippi State, was beloved over there long before he made that tweet, and he's beloved now. Uh, over there.
0: It's always interesting good, to, good to see him. like guys who are uh, like their high school stuff sort of lasts a long time. I've talked about this on the show before that even, you know, even after everything he did at Ole Miss, A.J. Brown still beloved here in Starkville you know, because of everything he did at Starkville High and I assume it's just it's that way, you know, wherever you go, you know, the, high, the hometown hero kind of thing but, you know, for Kylan Hill, I mean, you think about Columbus High School, no offense to any Columbus fans out there, but not have not been great in football, you know, except for when Kylan Hill was there. I remember them going back. Didn't they have a playoff game where he and Cam Akers combined for, like, nine, ten touchdowns, something like that? I seem to recall that. I can't remember. I think Willie. I know, no, that was not a playoff game, though. That was just a regular season game because Starville didn't make the playoffs that year. I think the first round of the playoffs that year, Clinton beat Columbus. It was something like – 56-42, to 42, and it was just Cam Akers. Basically, it was Cam Akers took the snap and took off. <laughs> Kylan Hill didn't take the snap. He got the handoff and took off, and that was the whole game. And it was just, you know, whoever had the ball last, and I guess it was Clinton. So, interesting Could you stuff.
1: imagine getting the key to your city? I mean, that's – I mean – Cannot. I have like, no idea how that would work. The key to Vicksburg. Brian Aida.
0: I don't want the key to Vicksburg. I want to be the power behind the throne there. I, mean, I don't want to be the, <laughs> the boss tweed of that situation, if, if, if you know what I'm talking about, so –
1: all right. Anyway, yeah. congratulations, to Kyle. Yeah, that's, that is, that is, that's a that's good stuff. That's can't haparais- be a lot of
0: college football players with the key to their city. You
1: know? I, I I highly doubt it. But yeah. no, I mean, you just think that all the little kids in Columbus probably look at Kyle and like, well, he's probably going to be an NFL player yeah. here soon. But they they probably look at him like a superstar. Uh, I was sharing with somebody the other day, like thinking back to to my youth and coming up through junior high, high school, and seeing Desenzo Miller playing at State, a Choctaw yeah. County guy. And yeah, yeah. It was just really cool to see that. And uh, that's kind of, I'm sure, how some of the guys playing junior high football and things in Columbus look at Kylan Hill, like, look at him in awe a little bit, and now he's going to get the key to the city. So That's awesome. Good All right, stuff.
0: back with you on Sunday, and we'll figure out some things to talk about next week. We've got an uh, opponent preview I don't know who it is. The schedule's so messed up. It, it's, we just did Missouri. We just did Missouri. I can't remember who's I think it's that. LSU. No, it's not. I think it's Auburn. I think it's. You know what, though? I'll know for sure by the time we get to it. I'll promise you that. <laughs> uh, I know that our SEC preview is Tennessee. So we'll talk about the Vols. We've got to get somebody on for that. Um, and we've got a few other things in works. Definitely going to put a deep dive together for next week for sure. Uh, and we'll, we'll do all that, so. Guys, have a great weekend, and we'll be back with you on Sunday evening. For Joel T. Coleman, Woo! I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk, Mississippi.